And we're back for another episode of Stream of Thought, episode number 132. And we kick things off with Ricks. He's got a little story about a new toy that he recently acquired. I'm very happy for him. It's been way too long. He's been dealing with way too much BS. So again, congratulations to Ricks for that. You're just going to have to listen to find out exactly what it is. And then we talk about anxious customers. You know, the type of people that just walk in the store with something they already want to complain about. And as well as masks. My goodness, people. It doesn't do you much good if you don't cover your nose. And then I mentioned a little secret spot that I discovered in Malibu where nobody was wearing a mask. What the heck? They knew something I didn't. I'm not really sure what it was. Well, when you're frustrated, what do you got to do? A quarantine movie night. And that is exactly what my family did for uh, this past evening. And what goes better with a movie night than pizza? Now, it all depends on where you get your pizza from. And I have a very interesting story as to how that all played out. And finally, you know, you got your pizza left over sitting on the counter. What's going to happen in the midst of spring and summer? Those ants are coming in. But then Victor and I get a chance to talk about not only the bad things about ants, but the fact that they might actually be useful. And so, with that, we'll say episode number 132 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. Uh, Okay, so I have something to show you. And I want to kind of lead off with this. Wow, look at that. Beautiful. Look at how Ooh. it's a 17-inch HP laptop. It is it is massive. I mean, my goodness, it's like... Uh, but it came in. It, don't, spill it came any, in don't spill any yerba mate. Bro, tell me about it. That That is the one thing. I'm going to be treating this thing... Um, with so much more respect than I did for my zombie computer. But it finally came in, Yeah. and I have no freaking idea how to configure a computer to all the various settings that I was so used to working with on my old laptop. So, you know, go through the setup thing. I got it straight from HP, so it had to be formatted and all that. I think I've... uh, I think my Dropbox is probably uh, linked now, so I have all those files that kind of cross over, but... The um, storage size is amazing. It's super fast. I'm like, I've never realized a computer could do these things before. And uh, so yeah. n- now it's just it's it's going to become getting comfortable with the the both the size and trying to link up all those other particular things that I just uh, don't really think too much about <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, from my old laptop. That I now I'm like, oh, I'm missing this feature. I'm missing that feature. Blah 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 blah. Luckily though. Google Chrome, if you have a Google Chrome account or a Google account or whatever, just transfers it all over and it's a beautiful thing. It's amazing. It it even downloaded my ad blocker and I'm just like, yes. Yep. It down it transfers everything and it's amazing. Passwords, logins, favorites, bookmarks, bookmarks everything. Yeah. It is the most beautiful thing. I'm just like, oh, God bless technology these days. But uh, the the one thing I feel like I'm still trying to deal with, and it really frustrates me. This is some uh, point of irritation on my end. Mm-hmm. Freaking Microsoft Office, Word, Excel, yep. PowerPoint, yep. all that yep. shit. Like, what the hell is with people having to pay yearly subscriptions now? 
I mean, what the actual I know. fuck? Say no more. I know. That's what I was. I was really excited about that because I get. I have all of those on here, and then it's like, oh, by the way, you have to type in your twelve-digit password. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Whatever happened to just coming with? Whatever happened to just like being on the laptop for free? Why do I have to pay for this now? What the fuck is going so on? I am trying to figure out. Actually, I'm trying to figure out a workaround. Uh, I may be doing something a little um, not not illegal. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, Who cares? It is what it is. If I can't figure it out, however, I've got this old school 2007 Microsoft Office that was given out to Drake students with the they got the product key and all that there yeah and so I'm gonna try now I didn't realize laptops these days don't have CD-ROM drives you can't you can't pop it you're you can't right pop in a CD. I don't know if mine does and it's holy shit mine does not have one I never realized that. I know. I because I yeah. was like I, I was talking to my dad too because I'm like I have the CD and he's like well you know laptops that are made these days don't have cd-rom drives anymore they've just phased them out they also don't have zip drives <laughs> zip drives I, my my old even yeah. my zombie computer doesn't you have remember a the zip, zip drive. disc it was like the floppy disk on steroids <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm kind of bewildered the fact that we don't i think we have um like one of those usb cord extension things um that you're able to link up with the the cd-rom drive and it can just be a oh, extra, right. external CD externally. ROM drive. Yeah. Figure I'm gonna try that. I have no idea how this is gonna turn out, but I'm like, I I don't want to freaking pay a hundred dollars a year to use Microsoft work. Word. I mean, come on. Yeah. Really. I um freshman year when I had my uh I when I had a different Apple laptop. You could buy because I want I need Microsoft Word and they didn't have it on Apple. So you could buy it from, like, the student center at a discount. Dude, it was, like, $12 for all of Microsoft Office Permanently, to, to not even load onto your, onto your yeah. Apple. And then I couldn't I, – I still had that on there. And then when I got a newer – when I got the laptop that I have now, because that old laptop is, like, done. Like, it only works when it's plugged in. Actually, I think I got rid of it. Like, somehow the, the battery – got really old and like started to expand like some liquid or whatever and the battery expanded so the battery wouldn't fit in the thing and i got rid of it i backed it up i have some old school files on there but um in doing that i don't think i was ever able to retrieve or to extract the microsoft office i can't remember but anyway i still had that old laptop just sitting around when i got my newer laptop and when I was working at the school, the Lake Park in Addison, there was an email that went around like, hey, there's Microsoft Office available at a discount for, you know, teachers. I can't remember how much it cost. It was, again, very minimal. So I, so I bought it and I had it put on uh, my Apple laptop. And then somehow, I can't remember what happened, but somehow I think that Microsoft Office at one point asked for like the 12 digit key or somehow it wasn't running properly and I had to uninstall and install and I think I downloaded an illegal copy of Microsoft Office and I think that's what I have now on my computer. I can't recall the exact details but I feel like at one point I was able to obtain 
a black market copy of Microsoft Office. Because nice. I don't remember paying for... Uh... But yeah, that is some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. It's a Word document. Like, what the fuck? Like, why don't, when we buy cars, why don't you just charge me $1 every time I use the fucking seatbelt? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, or use the blinker. Bro. Like, this should be a key component in, the, this should be, the utilization of Microsoft Office should be synonymous with purchasing a computer. Like, when you, someone buys a computer, they're going to use it 99% of the time. So just, why don't you just have it available for free? And we'll just call it a yeah. day. And I mean, like, I'd be fine if they jacked up the price by, like, $50 or something like that just to make it a permanent feature that you don't have to, every time you get a new laptop or a new PC, you don't have to but, download and buy it again. Come on. Yeah. Come the, on. The only thing, the only, there's only two reasons that I can think of that they would do that. Reason number one, probable but unlikely, is that maybe just because of the rate that technology moves there's so much software updates it's just easier to have it be on a an account that can be constantly renewed as a as opposed to like having to doubt read down i don't know uh reason number two which is highly probable and more likely is money it's more profitable to make people resubscribe year after year for a product that you initially gave away for free for 20 or 30 fucking years (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know. That's business. That's the way you know. That's just the way that the well, world bro, works. Think- when you don't know the answer to something, or something seems, you know, preposterous, the root of that decision is probably. Of course, money. it's money. I mean, of course they're doing that. But I think, kind of, a little more precisely, they're taking this whole subscription model thing that everyone has. They've got a Netflix account. They've got a. Amazon Prime, they've got all these different, like, subscriptions are just the things that people do these days, and they're, Microsoft was probably like, oh, let's jump on that bandwagon and make our product yeah. a subscription, too, because everyone has subscriptions, and they forget about it, and uh, just yeah. reoccurring charges every month, no one really questions it. Auto-renew. Yeah, auto-renew kind of yeah. thing, and it's like, what the actual, because, I mean, I was dealing with that when we were doing the, uh, the Straight Up and uh, Race to 100 where I was using the Adobe uh, audio mm-hmm. video, video Oh, right. I remember that, kind of yeah. And it was, it was a monthly subscription, and it was like there were some months where I wouldn't do anything, and I'd still get charged for it, and uh, it was just too much of an inconvenience to try and cancel it when I wasn't using it. So it's just, it, they, roll, they roll in the dollars, and it just it's a cyclical effect, and it just keeps going and going, like the song that never ends. Which is... Which is uh... Your preference, Adobe or Audacity? Uh, Which do you think works better? Pros and cons with both. I mean, uh, Adobe, because it's paid, um, that's a downgrade in, in my book. I mean, it, like, for audio editing, Audacity. I mean, it's, it's an open source, and that's the kind of thing that I'm going with now these days when I'm looking for a product. Open source material. So do, do you mm-hmm. know what open source is? Yeah, it means that, like, you can fuck with it yourself, right? Well, it's... It, like Linux? It's, like, Linux is open source, right? right? And yeah. basically the, the summation of that is that you got a bunch of uh, digital creators who contribute to creating a product that is free and available to anybody on yeah. the internet. Um, so open source is kind of my go-to these days when you gotta, you got to have, like, a... I'm sure there's a video open source uh, program, but I haven't had the need to do video editing. Uh, for audio editing, my God, Audacity blows um, Adobe Editor out of the water. 
I mean, it's so much simpler. Really? It's simpler, it's more intuitive, because you have all these different people who are contributing code to make it as streamlined as possible and as manageable as possible. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, without a doubt, um, uh, Audacity beats Adobe when it comes to audio That's editing. Good. Just... Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't see... And it's free. And it's free, too. So I don't see any instance where, for audio editing, that I would ever use Adobe again. Um because even outside of Audacity, there's a couple other open source things that I kind of played with. Uh, Audacity has the most features, functions. You can do so many more things and so much more intuitive uh, than the Adobe where you've only got a set amount of creators who are all within the Adobe organization. So they have parameters and guidelines and stuff like that. So it, it's restricted in, uh, in that way, whereas open source, just like everyone's kind of like throwing everything at the wall and... Uh, it works. So then how how long, because I know with Adobe you spent several hours, I mean several, you know, tens if not a few hundred hours, learning, hours. The ins and outs of a, <laughs> learning the ins and outs of, of Adobe, how, how does the learning curve compare with Audacity and Adobe? Well, okay, so I, I kind of compare that as uh, an analogy to... One, once I learned Hebrew in uh, grad school or whatever, learned Hebrew, every other language kind of mm -hmm. is so much easier to deal with. And so Adobe is one of the most complex and frustrating uh, platforms that I've ever had to try and learn something about. So now going to Audacity, mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, so I know certain terms and stuff like that. So it makes it easier once you have that integrative Got experience. It. But yeah, anyway. We'll we'll see because I I kind of want to get back to doing some uh, video editing. I I'm really well, with this new laptop, and now that I don't have to wait three yeah. hours for a video to render probably anymore. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to experiment with that again because I'm sure it'll be super fast. And uh, that was that was half yeah. the, half the battle right there was the loading times. That's nice. So yeah, it's always nice having like something brand new, and then. Uh, that's so I can't believe I still can't believe you have a brand new laptop. That's so crazy. That was like as surprising when I saw you with the brand new shoes <laughs> that the other Victor bought you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it it is crazy. I I don't I don't even know. Like I'm still and this is the thing too. So like as I'm setting all this up and trying to get it to work and um figuring out all the little like I'm kind of nervous about the experience. I it, new things kind of scare me sometimes and this is one of those things where it's like I just don't know how I'm going to adapt and it's just diving in head first I think is is the approach that I'm probably going to have to take. But right now I'm still like yeah. In theory, we should be talking right now on my new laptop, but I'm too scared to try and figure out some of those oh things. Oh my gosh. And so, yeah. <laughs> I, You'll yeah, get it. It'll, I'll get there. Speaking of scary, dude, so get this. So last week, I go on, on my birthday, I go to Malibu just to drive around and hang out. And, um, so there's this little strip. It's not like this big open beach like Santa Monica is, but there's a there's a strip, a small strip of beach along the coast in Malibu. And I go there, and dude, nobody is wearing a mask. <sighs> nobody is wearing a mask, and because of the because of how narrow it is, like right by PCH and I think Sunset or something like that. Because of how narrow it is, like you sometimes have to walk past people when you're walking on the beach, and because uh, from the 
and because in between the water and the street, there's a bunch of rocks, like big ass rocks. So you sometimes have to watch where you step as you go closer to where the street is. And so like you have people kind of maneuvering through the rock and you have some people sitting down and some people are in the water, but it's like, yeah, uh, you definitely cannot, unless you're stationary, like it's pretty difficult to be six feet or more away from someone if you're walking around, you know? And I couldn't believe it. Nobody was wearing, not even children, not even children were wearing a mask. And I was just like, what the heck is going on? And why is it that everybody, and it wasn't super crowded. It wasn't as crowded as you see in the pictures on the news, like in Santa Monica. But it was still, like, you could easily sit there and count for sure, you know, 30 or 40 people in your vicinity and barely anybody was wearing a mask. So so what what was your uh, response then? I just, I didn't have one. I was just like, oh, okay, I guess, like, do these people know something that I don't? Is this like a hidden little area where it's like this unspoken rule that if you don't like wearing a mask, then this is the spot to hang out? I was like, what is going on? But you chose to avoid that yourself, right? I'm assuming with all the, the chaos and craziness. Because uh, I, I know you like I had your my mask walks. off, but I was by my... The only... The time that I, I was... I had my mask off, but I was... I was isolated. I was, like, sitting up in these rocks. So, like, if you if you wanted to walk to me, you had to be stepping on all these rocks. So there weren't... There wasn't anybody around me. So I didn't have one on. Were you Were you just and going for a I, walk or just hanging out at the beach? I was just hanging oh, okay. out there. And this was uh, for your yeah, birthday or... Yeah, I just okay. Wrap yeah. after we I just was hanging out, just to get out of because now you know, just to get out of the apartment. I got takeout at this place called Malibu Seafood, which is delicious, <laughs> which is on the coast. Oh man, seafood, love seafood. But I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. I could not believe it. And then on top of that, well, I think I was telling you how there were a few people in the store that, like, when you ask them to put the mask on, they look at you like you're the one that came up with the rule with the mask and they get so yeah, yeah, pissed. Totally. And the other thing I don't get too, I don't think I mentioned that, but then it's like the same thing. Oh, not only can you put your mask on, but can you make sure it covers your nose? So many people, it's like, I don't know if you're dumb or <laughs> you are just choose. Like, I don't know what your situation is, but you may as well just not wear a mask yeah. if you're walking around and you're not covering your nose. And it got to the point, honestly, bro, like yesterday, this is what, this is how it's gotten to the point for me. You know, I've, I see a handful of people left and right all day that wear a mask that doesn't cover their nose. And whether or not they are aware of it, you know, I'm done policing this bullshit. Like, I'm taking care of myself, make sure the employees, I'm so fucking tired of having to, I feel like I'm babysitting is what I'm yeah. doing. That's what it feels like babysitting full-grown adults to do the simplest which is the weirdest thing for me to think about is that what like uh what was it after georgia like reopened the beaches suddenly the next day it's like everyone just flocks out to the beaches i don't know i don't know like what compels a person to like i need to get to the beach as soon as i'm allowed to go to the beach i need to do it i need to do it Ah! and then they don't like it's it's like it never happened there's no virus or anything like that and just it, it baffles my mind that people are so instinctual and have such very um, luxury needs, maybe. I don't know. I don't think going to the beach is an essential 
um, <laughs> experience for people. No, but but I'll say this: that you're comparing life in the Midwest versus life in that's a southern fair. climate, that's fair. or on the West Coast, where going to the beach is like a way of life. People don't go flock to Lake Michigan like they do to other beaches. Or, yeah, view it as a essential thing of life and maybe that's because I I live in the Midwest but even when I was out in New York I've never had any desire to go to the beach in general I'll do it if it's a family outing and stuff like that but I I do not find I don't like sand either <laughs> I'm like Anakin Skywalker yeah sand it's so I close. uh when I was at the beach I was wearing flip-flops but still I don't like the feeling of having dirty feet yes it really bothers me so when I go to the beach it's nice because in Santa Monica and Venice they have these little they have the showers where you can rinse your feet off once you leave the oh, beach. So, fucking so that gross. helps. Uh, I, 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 that's another thing too that I can't stand about beaches is what? the the showers that you can just clean off all the sand and stuff from just feels so grody what? to me. It's like, but it's it's just it's in pipes. It's not like people are touching the water. Like you just hit a no, button and water comes out of this pipe. The ground. And it, you don't know what's in the water on the ground. It just bothers me. But dude, uh, real real quick, I'll mention this while we're on the subject of masks, and then we won't talk about it after that. But uh, there was this girl that came in yesterday or two days ago, and she was freaking out. She was like, "Hey, can, you know, can you find me a manager? I need to talk to a manager right now. I need to talk to a manager now." And this other, it was me, I was standing closest. And then this other manager, Ken, was standing like a few feet away. I'm like, shit. I know, I, I, I could have easily just pointed at him and dodged <laughs> oh, the bullet. No. But I was like, no, I'm one of them. How oh. can I help you out? And she started speaking, you know, like a thousand miles an hour. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Did you actually say what that? What the hell are you saying? That? No, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. But no, honestly, dude, like you know me. When people when people are being irrational or just like I will tell – I told her. I was like, wait, what? Stop. <laughs> I, you know, I gave her the facial expressions like I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So I said, slow down. What are you t- saying? What's going on? And, and she slowed down but she was still speaking really fast. And essentially she was complaining that people were not maintaining six feet apart that she had to wait in line and something else about Instacart. And it's crazy because in the five weeks that I've returned to work, that I've been back at work, when someone asks something, you walk up to them and I'm standing right next to them because we have masks and gloves. So six feet is not something that's on your mind unless you're at the register. And even customers interacting with another one another, they, they walk by each other and they're one or two feet away. Again, everyone's wearing masks and gloves. And this is the only person who's like, she's has so much anxiety from this thing. I only leave my house once a week and blah, 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 blah. And essentially, uh, I told her, I was like, listen, there's not, I can't control other customers. And, you know, unless, I pretty much told her like, yeah, unless you have a better idea as to how customers can pay for items, you know, I don't know what you, I don't know what, you expect there have people have to wait in line and then some another employee comes up to me later and it's like oh yeah we saw because i guess she complains about everything uh, and but like okay. like every, people were making fun of me like i was the one that got her this time and she's dealt with <laughs> other people and everyone's coming up to me <laughs> and one of the other employees comes up to me and says like oh uh 
she was complaining about this and that and she said that she was really upset because you she complained to you and you told her what do you expect and i said no 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 that is being taken out of context i didn't just say what do you expect and left it at that it was what do you expect dot 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 people need to pay for their groceries and they pay for their groceries by waiting in line that's what i said and she's taking this out of context and spinning it in a way that like i just don't give a shit which i don't but i didn't say i didn't you were say more it like that. that yeah exactly exactly but it was just like and it was, i was looking at her i'm like damn girl like you'd be kind of cute if you weren't so hysterical <laughs> like my goodness <laughs> Chill Isn't out. Isn't it funny though that there's those personality types too, where, like, you know, you've got you've got people who have rational concerns and stuff like that, or just want to like express something in those moments. But then there's others who are chronic complainers who just have to try and um, I don't know what it is. It's, it's probably a psychological inferiority. They're on a crusade, bro. They're on a crusade. Well, and I think a lot of it is is an inferiority complex. I want to be listened to, so. You yeah. you work for me basically. I'm shopping in your store, so I'm paying your salary. So, bro, you know what I tell people when people bitch and complain about stuff? I'm listening to them like, "Cool, well, I'm really sorry this is your this has been your experience. Maybe you should just go shop at another store." And they don't know what to do. I'm like, "Just clearly like you're telling me that that, you know, every time you come in, you're not happy with something." Shop at another store. Well, I don't want to shop. I like this store because, like, well, you can't have both, lady. You can't have both. So either shop it somewhere else or, you know, shut the fuck up and leave me alone. So I don't know if it's sexist for me to say this, but it does seem like women tend to be the instigators of a lot of these sort of um, incessant complaints where when you have chronic complainers, people know who they are. And, you know, when I worked at Mm -hmm. Target, it was the same there. I mean, BASF, like any any situation, you had people who chronically found something wrong with everything and just needed to, like, get that out. But I'd say, like, 90% of them, 80, eh, 80% of them, probably women, um, there were a couple, like, douchebag males who just wanted to, like, yell at someone. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's sexist to say that, but that's just the experience that I've had. I don't know if you've had a different kind of... Um, no, but now that you mention that, most of the people who complain about dumb shit are women. Yeah. And, yeah. It, it's just... But again, I mean, it, it's outliers. I just find very... Whereas... And you can say that, too, like, for um, sexual assault, right? It's 90% men. Um, I don't know if that's something that you can kind of um, create some sort of demographic chart, but in in the experiences that I've had... It's been very interesting. I'll start. I'll start obtaining data, and I'll write this Did, down on with, a note with, card. With your, with your free Microsoft Excel sheet, you can create a spreadsheet. Yeah, with the yeah, <laughs> with the one that I have on my Mac because I can't use it on. It's so stupid. I even tried sneaking. I even tried like because I don't really know how this works. So I tried sending a blank doc e- email to myself and opening it up on the uh-huh. on HP uh-huh. on, and it didn't yeah. work. And I was like, fuck. No. <laughs> Damn they, it! They have, they have figured you out, man. They they know the the secret uh, tricks to the the whole economy of yeah. uh, internet editing. Um. Oh, okay. So kind of switching gears. I don't know if you had more to say on this. We had another family night last night, and it was I can't even remember the actual title of the movie. It was an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Um, 
not not the birds or, or one of the popular ones. It was uh, one of those that I think it might have been on Netflix or something like that, right? To catch a thief. That's what it is. To catch a thief. And it was uh, a very um, weird movie about um, like a string of jewelry robberies in France. Mm -hmm. And uh, neither my mom or dad had seen that before. So this was this was a different experience, but it was it was very interesting. But it was uh, it was a night to celebrate because. We, I, it's the first time I think that I've uh, gotten pizza for the family. We have pizza night every, like, mm-hmm. once every three weeks or something like that. And so, mm-hmm. ended up getting pizza at, uh, I don't know if you know by Five Corners, Papa Safario's. The yeah. little pizza joint that's been there for, for Yeah, I used to go there sometimes in high school. Years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So, every once in a while, I'll, uh, at, at night, I'll get a, one of those big slices of, uh, cheese or pepperoni or sausage or something like that bringing that home have you know watch watch a movie and and have a slice of pizza or something you're you're smiling what do you want to say you want to say something didn't i feel like you told me a story once before mm-hmm. i i want to say yeah. wasn't there <laughs> don't you have don't you have an issue with them in regards to the the amount of sauce they use or something it's like the that place where the sauce and cheese are are put down because you'll get the you'll get the like round pizza or whatever but then the sauce will be off to the Mm -hmm. side so it's like dripping off the side like i don't know who who does it but it's like never actually uh in the center of the pizza it's always off to the side by about an inch so you've got like a crescent moon of just breading that is not covered no cheese no sauce (laughs) no toppings and everything else is just off to the side i'm like is a blind person making like like, really? would you say, like, it was it was there, and somehow when it was really hot, it, like, the no. cheese and sauce slid it is very, over? That's very how it was made. That they just, like, literally, I think a blind man makes the pizza sometimes, because it just, there there is no indication that it's ever been on that little crescent circle of, like, an inch of just breading. Yeah. And it's the most frustrating thing, and it happens over and over again. So here, it's my turn, and I uh, go to, to order the pizza, and I think to myself, okay, you know what? I, I've got my mask, I've got my, got my gloves. I'm going to go in in person and, and order, because, you know, when I get a... Do some detec- detective work and see what's going I on. I would like to think more of articulating my concerns from previous experiences to uh, assuming, mm-hmm. of course, that the guy, the main guy who owns it, who, uh, like a Hispanic, he's a, a little larger Hispanic guy who's been there for probably yeah. a couple of decades. And so, like, if he's there, then yeah. I mean, I, I can I can express those concerns. It's a fucking high schooler who's just doing temp work or something. It's like, fuck that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> so I walk in, mask and gloves, and order the pizza. And uh, so what I end up ordering, and this is probably excessive, but um, figure, you know, leftovers for the next day, do a large, um, oh, man, my my brother and my dad love uh, the toppings on the pizza. So I do a large uh, pepperoni, black olive, and bacon pizza. And then a medium, because my mom likes uh, both pepperoni and uh, green peppers. Do a medium green peppers, mm-hmm. uh, pepperoni, and then a small sausage, and uh, and so I'm talking with the the, the guy, and we you know we we know each other um, by face, and so I was just like, hey, you know, by the way, in the past I had an issue 
The owner. This is the owner. I don't. I don't. That you're think talking he's to the owner, but he's the manager. But he's a guy that's he's up the, there that's the been there forever. Manager, okay. uh, who's always there, twenty four seven kind of thing. And so Got I'm it. just telling him, like, hey, you know, I, my, I'm ordering for my family, and I know in the past we've had some issues where, like, kind of the sauce is off to the side. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I've had a couple of people in here, and um, you know, it's uh, don't, don't worry, I'll, I'll 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 make your pizzas, stuff like that. It's, it's all good. I'm like, okay, whatever. So it comes out to be about like forty dollars or something for the uh, with all the toppings and mm-hmm. stuff, which kind of jack up the price I'm like okay yeah for sure <laughs> but i've communicated my issue and so i'm like uh, and he's like oh when do you want it ready i'm like eh, give me 45 minutes something like that and i'll come back and pick it up come back uh about a half an hour later so a little bit early and uh he's still he'll still work so what did you do did you just walk home and walk back to the pizza no, place because you I live far enough where it's not I like know. no it was, oh, it was okay. easier to drive and so, you know, <laughs> I, I just right. drove up there the, the whole the whole quarter mile drive <laughs> from yeah. my house okay so did that ended up coming back and he's like oh no we're just we're just do, um finishing up uh give me a couple minutes and he comes out and what i receive is not only immaculate pizza where everything okay. is perfectly proportioned but i you know i ordered a large a medium and a small pizza i got an extra large and two larges for the order that i'd done but i was only charged wow. for the large medium and small but he ended up upping nice. the size of all three of them and the sausage one he went from a small to a large and so perfectly wow. proportioned delicious um and so brought that brought that back and um it was it was wonderful i will say though these fucking ants i don't know if you have ants in la or california in general these fucking <laughs> ants are coming out now so the pizza was out for like maybe two hours at the most and uh I look in the fridge, because uh, my parents at the end of the night put it in the fridge. There's, like, fucking four ants on top of the pizza box. They're not in the pizza yet, but they've, like, gotten some of the grease and stuff off the top. There's They've found their way into the refrigerator. I think they, no, I think they were on, when they were on the counter, and we were all picking them up. Okay, like, got within it. Within <laughs> an hour and a half, like, a little cluster of ants ended up getting on there, so I thought, fuck it. And so I ended up taking all the pizza yeah. out, like, inspecting them, make sure that ants weren't, like in the pizza itself mm-hmm. and then moving it to containers and stuff like that and then just like whipping the boxes out into the into the wild because yeah. I'm like what the actual fuck but they're everywhere they're down here in the room I just put two ant traps down here and every morning when I wake up because they're the like little baby tiny 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 black ants yeah. and the only reason yeah. that I noticed that they were here down where I'm recording right now is that I saw a piece of lint moving across the floor, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and so I turn on my spotlight, and there's, like, four of them, five, four or five of them, just hanging around on the ground, just, like, wandering, meandering, looking for extra scraps of food and stuff like yeah. that. Like, oh, my God. This is, like, I mean, aside aside yep. from wasps, like, ant infestations are one of my biggest pet peeves, especially now that we've got excess rain and shit like that that's going on. So, yeah, just... Oh, even even a even a good night is ruined by freaking black ants. No, I had that. We would have that almost every year. There would be at least one small ant infestation, and you know, after a week, it'd be taken care of. But once in my room, 
I saw like a ton of ants like in the corner. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because I keep a pretty clean room and it was just like one small piece of potato chip is what caused this whole one thing. One Cheeto. So I clean it all up. Yep. I clean it all up. I get like this goo that are just like these little drops and they like eat it or they gather it and then they bring it back to the queen and then they're gone after a few days. But I've also had it, I've also seen rant, ants in random places like in our like in the bathroom, I see them going in this little crevice and then they're, they come out and they're like going up the wall where the toilet, it's like, there's no food in here. I don't understand why there's ants like going through, but it is super annoying. And it's like, shit, now I got to go to ant tramps. I got to like set it up. I got to hope that they get the food right away and they die in a few days. And this is a huge inconvenience. Oh my God. Yeah, yep. well, and because uh, when I had sent the um, ant traps under the uh, desk here, it was, uh, I think it was yesterday, that I turned my, my phone light on the trap, and it's just, like, there's a horde of ants just going in and out, and I'm like, where are they coming from? Because, like, they follow pheromones, so ants tend to leave mm-hmm. traces of their their chemical or whatever to lead the entire um, colony yeah. to wherever food may exist, and... I'm just like, what is going on here? I where are they like I can't find where they're coming in from, but they're so small that literally, I mean, they're you know the size of a pinhead, really. And yeah, you tiny. Can't, you can't yeah, figure out tiny what ones. crack in the wall they're coming out of. But then that when they appear, like don't fucking I accidentally dropped a Cheeto under the desk uh, the day that I set the ant traps. Wake up the next morning, it's black. It's black because it's covered yep. in fucking ants. And I'm like, how mm-hmm. did this... Ha- one Cheeto! One fucking Cheeto! And this is after I used um, carpet cleaner and all this sort of stuff, so no pheromone traces should have remained in theory. And here they are, the entire colony. I wake up fucking just hoarding hoarding this one little little baby Cheeto, smaller than the size of a penny. Yeah. And here they all are. I didn't know that in... Um, well, I know like in South America where insects are bigger, you know, the type of ants where like if they bite you, it'll really fucking hurt. But I didn't know this, that back in the day before modern medicine and still in places of the world that are very secluded is that people will use ants as, uh, an alternative to stitches. So if you get a cut, they'll take ant, they'll take an ant and put it by your skin and its mandibles will bite, will bite you, and then they like twist it or they cut its head off. So then it's just the head, but because it's because it bit you, it's dead now. And so you would have little tiny uh, mandibles, ant yeah. heads on your arm as an alternative to stitches to close the wound. I Isn't that crazy? Never heard of that before. Yeah, that's so wild. Wow, holy cow! I did. I. I mean. It's just it, it just like makes you it just makes you think like how and it doesn't have to be medical it could be anything where it's like how many situations are there where you're like in modern day you're like oh shit but then there's some you know old school remedy is to help you with something and you're just like wow I never I never thought of that that's absolutely amazing and ingenious 
people were quite resourceful back then. Yeah, that's because they weren't consumed with so, internet. So this isn't this isn't you know? um, this isn't a common thing that happens these days, right? This was something in the past that kind of. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it's common in places that are extremely secluded in South America, types of places where they don't even know what the you know. There's places where. Oh, this is a tribe. They don't even know that they're in the the country of Colombia. They don't know right. what year it is. They don't like you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like I'm sure places like that, um, or places that are maybe they do know that, but you know they're 60 miles away from the well, nearest it, hospital or something. But yeah, this isn't happening in in for, metropolitan exactly, areas. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the whole leeches thing too, which I think is still used in uh, various cultures right now to get out um, poisons and stuff like that from the body. Mm-hmm. So, leeches, leeches yeah. ant, ant mandibles. Um, wow, creative. There was, um, there was a. I was listening to a podcast, and these guys they had gone down to South America, and they went with like you know all their gear and their cameras, and they actually went to a place in Colombia where the tribe didn't know what anything was. They were completely oblivious mm-hmm. to everything, anything and everything, and. Oh, it was like Joe Rogan. Yeah, there's a guest on the Joe Rogan experience. And he's saying how, like, when they were there, they were they were very uncomfortable and they were, like, slipping and they were, like, it's, it's, imagine that situation, you know, you're in the jungle. Imagine how uncomfortable you would be if you're in the jungle. And then, but these people, because they live there, they're, like, run, they're barefoot and they're running around and they can grip the ground and they're climbing trees and shit, doing all this crazy stuff. And, uh, and they're like, oh, so what do you do if there's, like, an accident? Because they had a translator. It's like, well, if there's an accident, like, you just you just wait until you die. Like, there's nothing to be done. <laughs> and he was telling this other story how he was at, at some place in Asia, or I don't know where he was, where this guy was on a little boat, and he was fishing, and he, like, threw a net out. And while his arms were extended over the boat, like an alligator or crocodile or something came up and grabbed his arm and it didn't twist it didn't twist it off and rip his arm off but his entire arm was completely crushed and and they go back and he somehow this dude got himself back to the shore and i guess the mother was you know it was an interesting scenario because the mother was crying and crying and crying because there was no way they could get help like that's a scenario where this person's gonna die, there's nothing we can do, so we just wait until they die. But because they were there, they got on like a speedboat and they rushed him over to some other island or some other place with their helicopter or whatever the hell, you know, after the boat, and they saved his life. But it's like, shit, that, like, how crazy would that be? How unfortunate where you're in a position where I'm dead. For the time being, I'm breathing and I'm alive, but it's only a matter of time until you're dead because you can't get to a modern facility that could treat you well and it i mean i know that they're talk about your all-time buzzkill you know <laughs> like yeah. fuck yeah well it's a cultural thing too a- acceptance of mortality yeah. i know that's big in in uh, several different asian cultures where in the past i don't think this is the case anymore where they would uh, send the the elders of the village when they're near the end of their life out out into the wild to just kind of die <laughs> Well, I don't know. I can't speak on that because I'm unfamiliar, but I do know that I've seen interviews with people who who spent their entire career as doctors or nurses, and eventually at the end of their career, they realize they come to the realization like, 
hospitals, you know, depend, depending on whatever the, um, depending on what the situation is, it's like, yeah, you know, we do so much to try and save people's lives, but if you stop and think about it, you know, it's probably, it's in certain scenarios, it's probably best that instead of trying to save them and save them, like, why don't we just admit defeat and just try and make them as comfortable and pos- as possible and just make it as peaceful as possible for them? Because think of if you're in that situation, it's like, I knew somebody who, who had cancer and it had like, they had a tumor and they had surgery and then they got it, I think of the tumor again and they had surgery. And I, I, I want to say maybe it was like three times and it came back again and he's like, I'm not doing this again. Like I just, it's too much. I'm not, you know, this is the fourth time that this is happening. Like we're done. I'm just going to just live out, you know? Yeah, so totally. I don't know. Hopefully I never, hopefully that never, hopefully I can just die of natural causes. Right, at the age of 130. But, well, I guess cancer is technically kind of natural, but you know what I'm saying. Just die in my sleep instead of in pain or having to go through excruciating treatment. Well, bro, when, you, when you're when you an automatron at about the age of 130, <laughs> I feel like you'll be good. <laughs> yeah. I think there's, a, there we, there's an episode, don't want to die? We got a chip for that, you know, in one of the <laughs> yeah, previous episodes. Good callback. Are you on the verge of death? Just come on in, upload this chip into your brain, and you'll be all set for the next 200 years. <laughs> Bicentennial Man. Did you ever see the movie Bicentennial Man with Robin oh, Williams? Oh, God. Oh, man. I've probably seen it once. Old, old many, movie. Many, many From, like, the ago. mid-90s. Yeah. But it's, he's, like, this robot, and somehow through the course of time, he gets he becomes, like, real, and then they make it official that he's, like, the oldest living person being 200 years old, but the dude started as a robot and then slowly became human or something weird like yeah, that. So I can't remember. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's all I have. Do you have anything nope, else? I'm good. Yeah, man. Well, this is a solid episode. I'm excited for you with your computer. Do you know? Um, do you know any of the logistics about the HP? Is is in terms of like what's on the inside, like the gigahertz or the RAM or what type of processing it has? It actually has the um, the specs because I know a lot of times they'll have. The... Is it gonna run Windows 10? So, yeah, it's a Windows 10, so it's a. Intel Core i5, ninth, ninth, yeah, ni- that's what ninth, mine is. Ninth, ninth generation. Okay. Um, and then the yeah, mine runs Windows 10, Core i5, tenth generation, and then I think it runs at like two and a half or three gigahertz oh, or something really? like that. Yeah, yeah, because I've got the Nvidia GeForce GTX um, processor as well. So, like, runs videos and other, like, high-demand programs pretty effectively. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, man, I, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to use this. I'm just glad that it fits in my um, my carry bag because I was like, when I when I saw that it was 17 inches, I was thinking to myself, oh, this is, yeah. uh, this might not fit. 17 is too, 17 is too big for me. Actually, this screen might be, hang on, that's 12. I'm like taking a ruler against the screen know, right now to try and like, figure this out. Mine, my, I think, I think mine is fifteen. Yeah, mine's about, mine's about and fifteen. That's, that's I think. what my dad got. Uh, this is about one and a half times the length of my Chromebook. So yeah, it's it's seventeen inches. I've never had a computer this big. Even my last one. Yeah, my last one was also fifteen. So this is the first um, 
because it was the one that was on sale because I got it after my dad did and so the sale had ended for the 15 inch laptop and so then it was mm-hmm. the sale that was on for the 17 inch and I'm just like okay whatever why not I mean I, I don't know I don't know I've never had a computer this big before so yeah I'm still pissed that I spilled uh, my drink on the keyboard because they still I mean they work but they're sticky and yesterday I was like wait a minute maybe I can do some you know some work and I look on the bottom and there's a couple screws so I'm debating on trying to maybe lift the keyboard don't no do don't it. do it don't do it it's um unless you unless you're certain as to what you're doing I would strongly advise against uh, trying to take the the keyboard apart to try and clean it out. I think that needs to be sent to a uh, computer repair person. Well, I think all I need to do is take is lift the frame Correct. up. Yes, um, which you may be able to do. I've done that before. I did that with my zombie computer, um, and where I actually disassembled. And then I would just take like a sw- but I would just take like a little swab, you know. I don't know, I, man. I, I, I don't want to fuck it you, all you up. Pr- you probably can do that. Um, my only concern is that it's a relatively new laptop, so you kind of don't want to um, tempt fate with fucking around with the the. Yeah, I'm going to wait. Yeah, I'll wait until I have the money to just, in case I fuck something up, to just drop money on a new laptop if that's the take case. It in, take it into right. a computer you don't wanna... repair store, dude. Like, when, when things get open again, obviously, but... Oh, what, next year, 2021? Yeah, no, just deal with it. For, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this could this could be something, yeah, I don't know. I fuck around with it when you have But what I was going to say was, get a new one. What I was going to say was, I strongly suggest going on Amazon, Ricks, and investing, you know, however much money it costs. One of those things where you can take your laptop and you can set it on this, um, they're, they're like these bars they, that, that curve so that you can set your laptop on top of it, you know, so it's elevated a little bit. That way, if you do spill something, it doesn't get on your computer. Um, and it's just, and yeah, don't make the same mistake I did. <laughs> the other the other thing too, because I use a lot of uh, high capacity power or whatever, this was my default for my zombie computer before, where I would set, oh my set gosh. a hole puncher, which you know, has about a half yeah. inch or whatever, and set the laptop yeah. on top of it so that the the, heat, okay. the vents and stuff like that could go right. under and so that right. it wouldn't overheat because that was the thing that I was realizing after a while where my computer would just shut down, overheated or something like that. I'd, I'd look up all the reasons for why that happened. Obviously, the, the back mm-hmm. is like a freaking, like you could cook a steak on it after a couple of hours yeah dude some of these they get so freaking hot and it's like how is this possible what so the yeah hell? the ventilation that's probably gonna be the first thing that i invest in is some sort of um because they they do have those aside from a they do sell they do sell things that are the shape of a like a rectangle that you could put your computer on and it'll lift it it lifts it up maybe like you said like a half inch or an inch and then it has these motor and then it has these fans that are just I've battery powered. Yeah. That are just yeah. So you could do that too. But I would definitely recommend, as someone who recently also got a brand new computer, do not drink anything near it. If you do, have it have it elevated. And when you're finished using the computer for the day, don't just leave it out. Pack it up. Put it in a secure place because the last thing you want is and just be cautious. I see you have a couple shelves. The last thing you want is to be reaching for something a book falls down and smashes one of your keys. Oh, totally. 
So yeah. safety. Treat it with the respect it deserves. This is your PSA I'll from leave you with that. Victor Marquez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'll leave it at that. Just treat it with the respect it deserves, and it will last you many, many moons. <laughs> Amen.